What is up, fanboys and fangirls? This is the Fanboy MMA Podcast. I am Steve, your host um, on Twitter, Steve K underscore MMA. Um, so what we do if you're new to the show, because this is the second the second episode uh, from the re- of the return. Um, what I do is I go through five banging and possibly burning topics. That's where I talk about five five topics in the MMA scene um, that are that are kind of uh, catching fire with people on uh, social media. Um, and then I move on to a bit of fight news. That's where I talk about fights that have been booked. And then finally, the big send-off. That's where I go on a little bit of a rant. Um, I, uh, I kind of go in on somebody um, or some buddies or uh, a promotion or something going on in MMA that I do not approve of. Um, so that if I don't rant already throughout the podcast, the big rant is at the very at, is at the very end. That's why it's called the, the big send off because I stand my piece and I bounce. Okay, so five banging and possibly burning topics. We'll start with legends not named Jose Aldo are getting slept and it's sad. Shogun Rua lost to Paul Craig. Um, Conor McGregor lost to Destin Poirier. Frankie Edgar just last weekend lost to Corey Sandhagen uh, via a nasty fucking nasty fucking knee. Um, Alistair Overeem um, got slept by Alexander Volkov um, on the same card as the Frankie Edgar, Edgar fight uh, with Corey Sandhagen. Um, it's it, it's sad when you watch when you watch um, legends who you kind of adore a little bit, you know, for their fight style and stuff, um, losing in a bad way. Uh, I know Conor McGregor gets a lot of hate from a lot of people, but he also has a ton of fans. The way that he lost to Dor- Dustin Poirier was bad. Shogun Hua is literally my favorite fighter ever behind Fedor Emelianenko. Um, they're like 1A and 1B for me. Shogun Hua losing to Paul, Greg, Paul Craig hurt my whole entire soul. Like, my heart went black and I'm still bitter and I do not like Paul Craig anymore. Not that I liked him that much to begin with. I did. I do. I still do. It's just, you know, he ended Shogun Hua. Like, he finished him. So, I'm bitter. I'm a bitter bitch. Um, and that's what happens in MMA. And all the, and all the sports. You, you're, the fandom, It you see your team or in MMA or boxing, um, your fighter lose. It sucks, man. It's bad. Like, it it's not a good feeling. Um, Shogun Hua is my entire love for MMA. Um, I grew up watching him, uh, his pride fights, right? Amazing. And the amazing way he, what he did, um, and pride. And then he became a champion in the UFC. And then, you know, he did, 
by beating Lyoto Machida. And then he had those wars. I was I was in San Jose for the fight against Dan Henderson. It was literally probably one of the best, if not the best, UFC fight ever. One of the best fights ever. Uh, I was there for it. Um, yeah, sure, Shogun Hua lost, but god damn it, that motherfucker fucking um, put on a show alongside Dan Henderson, and I did not leave unhappy or upset because I saw Shogun Hua put it all out there. But when your when your favorite fighter gets slapped fast, like Frankie Edgar. That hurts. You know, of course it hurts Frankie Edgar more than it hurts us as fans. But, man, it's tough seeing your favorite fighters lose, man. Who's the next legend to go down? Who is it? Um, <laughs> it sucks seeing this, seeing this shit. I don't, I don't like talking about it, but I think that it's one of those topics that people need to talk about more because then you can kind of um kind of cope with the loss of your favorite fighter not lost in life yet but lost in the cage in the octagon or in the ring it sucks it's not a good feeling as a fan to see your favorite fighter get finished in a very terrible way it's not a good feeling at all. Um, I hope y'all never go through that, but I'm sure you will. It happens to everybody, unless if you're freaking Habib Nurmagomedov. If you're a fan of Habib Nurmagomedov, you're one lucky. You're lucky, fucking people. Um, so far, we'll see if he comes back. If he, uh, if he, if he does and continues to fight, I'm time. Time is going to be against him, and uh, it sucks, you know. Yeah, he might get to 30, you know, if he decides to come back. But if he keeps going after that, he's not getting any younger. Uh, sure, his his um, he's going to be amazing still, but MMA progresses. You got to progress with it. So, yeah. I hope y'all don't lose your favorite fighter in a bad way. It's a bad feeling. Very, very bad feeling. Okay, so UFC 258 simply isn't a pay-per-view worthy card. Uh, UFC 55. UFC 258 is coming up. Um, it's just not one one of those cards that. It's just not one of those cards that are amazing. Um, it doesn't have a lot of hype behind it. Sure, we get Cameron Usman and Gilbert Burns. That's honestly that's a really good fight. Like it's probably gonna be fun. I, we hope we hope it's a fun fight. Um, it's weird because they're kind of they're friends or whatever. They've trained together, um, but that's what happens when you get to the higher higher the peaks of UFC sometimes you gotta fight friends um but when you look at Cameron Usman and Gilbert Burns that's gonna be a really good fight I hope 
I hope it hits the mat. I hope it goes to the ground. Um, see Usman's wrestling uh, go up against the BJJ of Gilbert Burns, um, one of the best BJJ practitioners in the world is Gilbert Burns. Um, Cameron Usman is a very, very good high-level wrestler. It's going to be fun, I hope. Um, hopefully they don't keep it standing, uh, kind of like Usman and Colby Covington. I hoped going into Usman and Colby Covington that they would go to the ground. They would we, they would use the, the wrestling, and that simply just never happened. Um, and for a fan of wrestling, me, I'm a fan, big fan of wrestling. I love wrestling in MMA. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. That was a great fight. Don't get me wrong. That was a great fight. But I was kind of disappointed in it because it just never hit the ground. Hopefully, Usman Burns does. Um, We hope. We hope. So, moving on past the title fight, which is the main event, which is a great great fight. So, we have Macy Barber and Alex Grasso. That's the co-main event. That's not co-main event worthy at all. Um, had we seen, say, Volkov and Alistair Overeem as the co-main event, that would have been nice to Usman and Burns. Um, or Frankie Edgar and Sanhagen. That would have been nice, but that didn't happen. Um, Kevin G- Calvin Gesselon is fighting on this card. Uh, former former title contender uh, being slept on here. Um he needs to pull his shit together. That's why he's being slept on. Uh, and then you have Julian Marquez and Maki Patello. And Ricky Simone and Brian Kelleher. Those are good fights. Those are fun fights. But are they pay-per-view weather worthy? Worthy? Do those fights get fans hyped for a pay-per-view? I don't think so. Um, they're good fights. They're really good fights but they're not like what you expect from a pay-per-view especially for americans who pay 70 dollars for a pay-per-view uh yeah that's that's a high fucking price for those five fights that i just that i just told you all about it's a very high price i don't like it i i i won't be buying this pay-per-view um not that i buy pay-per-views anyway but yeah, if you are a purchaser of pay-per-views, uh, I don't see why you would spend that much money on this card. Um, I get it. You like fights. I like fights too. I love them. Um, but it's a steep price for for a card that just it, it doesn't it doesn't wow. It doesn't wow. Um, unless if you're a massive fan of Usman or a massive fan of Burns and you think that Burns can upset Usman or whatever, I get it. Um, I feel you. But man, seventy dollars for that for that card? That's tough. That's fucking tough. Uh, yeah, I just I, I just don't see where how the UFC thinks that they can continue to get away with with giving cards like this to fans and expecting to for fans to pay that steep of a price um dana white talks about streaming or whatever like he doesn't he's he's gunning on the streamers um yeah well i mean if you keep giving people cards like this of course they're going to stream they don't want to pay for this for the shit uh not shit like these are bad fights because 
I don't, I'm one of those fight fans who don't think that any fight is bad until after I see it. I like this card. I like these fights. Um, I just don't like the price. And I will say that this will be one of the worst, one of the worst pay-per-views of 2021 as far as pay-per-view purchases, buys. It's not going to do well. It will not do well. Um, we're in a, we're still in a pandemic here in the United States. Uh, the United States government hasn't really given out um, another stimulus check. People are out of work. Um, there's just so many, so many factors that that will play into n- this pay-per-view UFC 258 not doing well as far as pay-per-view purchases. All right, so moving on to the third banging and possibly burning topic. Supposedly, John Jones will fight the winner of Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou. This is according to Dana White. Um, Miocic and Ngannou is set to take place at UFC 260 on March March 27th. Uh, Man, beefy John Jones. I'm in. Heavyweight John Jones, I am all the way in. I'm pushing all my chips in. I will buy that fucking card. Um, I'm a fan of John Jones' fight style. Um, he recently he's kind of uh, he's kind of kind of not been the John Jones that we're kind of used to. He's being the smart John Jones. He's getting older in age. Um, he's smarter, uh, but he's still he's still that the motherfucking man. He is still the John Jones is still the motherfucking man. Don't get it twisted. I do think that a heavyweight fight is what John Jones needs to get that burning feeling, that excitement back to fight again. He simply didn't have that in the light heavyweight division. He was running through these guys. Like, sure, his last couple fights were tougher on him, um, but you know, Dumb Grace and uh, Thiago Santos, but he didn't. He didn't get that those big fights. Those weren't big fights for him. CP Miocic or Francis Ngannou, massive fucking fight. Huge fight for MMA. Huge fight for John Jones. Huge fight for CP Miocic or Francis Ngannou, the heavyweight champion big fucking fight that's a big fucking fight John Jones moving up to heavyweight division yes I am all fucking in of course I wanted the Israel Adesanya fight because that would have been technically that would have been great it would have been fun you know all that banter back and forth between the two um, not liking each other and all that the build up the build up the build up I'm fucking hard right now I'm about to come thinking about it the buildup would have been fucking great, but John Jones talking shit to Stipe Miocic, not as good because Stipe doesn't clap back typically. John Jones talking shit to Francis Ganu. Uh, Francis Ganu's a nice guy. Um, he would he would probably you know say something funny or whatever, and as would Stipe Miocic. They're not the shit talking people that 
John Jones and Israel Adesanya are. But I'm here for that fight. I am here for John Jones, for beefy John Jones. Give it to me. Give me all of the beefy John Jones. Okay, so moving on. Some UFC money talk, courtesy of Scott Fontana of uh, NY Sports, NY the New York Post Sports. Um, so the the UFC clarified. It's weird what what happened. What happened here? Um, the UFC. This is what Scott Fontana uh, tweeted out. UFC clarified the total bonus payout for 2020 last year was 13 million dollars, down from the original 18 million dollars provided to the New York Post Sports. So originally they told New York Post the total bonus payout for 2020 was $18 million but instead they actually caught to only $13 million that's $5 million less than what they paid to fighters also adjustments average discretionary bonus comes out to about $5,044 per fighter per fight nearly half of original reported figure so Reported figure, nearly half. $5,044, nearly half of that. So they told the New York Post originally that it was close to $10,000 for that uh, discretionary bonus. Instead, it's half of that. $5,044. It's fucking bullshit. It's sad. Um, It just... It's... You know, Dana White said, it's not a job, it's an opportunity. That's a classic line from Dana White. In which he and the UFC really do live by. They they really do live by that. The, the UFC fighters, MMA in general, need a union so bad. They need it so bad. They put their bodies out in a brutal way for... A job to entertain it, it's just terribly sad when when you look at the way that MMA fighters are paid not just in the UFC MMA fighters in general a lot of these fighters even UFC fighters even UFC fighters have to have a second job MMA isn't their first job isn't their main income they only fight once, twice, three times, four times a year. Some some people fight four times a year if they're lucky. Three times a year. Sponsorships kind of taken away from them if they're in the UFC. Uh, we'll see how the Venom deal goes. We don't know anything about about the money with that, but we do know that the Reebok deal was complete crap for them. They're out of it now. Um, I think in April they start with the Venom deal. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But this is pretty fucking wild, y'all. The way that the UFC gives their bonuses, the way that they pay, it sucks. It's crap. It's bullshit. I feel bad for fighters. Uh, just they're trying to do what they love, man. These fighters are trying to do what they love, and I, I, I get why they do it. I get it. I really do get it, and I think y'all do too. 
but you just want to see them paid. You just want to see them paid um, better. You know, that classic line that we always hear, 50 Gs, baby. Dana, give me that 50 Gs. Yeah, they need that money. That money is life-changing for them for the year. One bonus, $50,000 from a fight on top of what they already get. That's life-changing for them. Of course they, of course all the winners want, want a bonus, a performance bonus, a knockout bonus or some shit like that. 50 Gs is fucking a lot of fucking money. But mo- majority of the fighters don't get that money. They don't get those bonuses. And that's sad. Moving on. Tournaments. Tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. We love tournaments, don't we? We love to- tournaments. Pride. Pride did tournaments. We love tournaments. So B- uh, PFL and Bellator are bringing tournaments back to MMA in 2021. Um, light heavyweight for Bellator. Uh, PFL tournaments, heavyweight, and the women's lightweight. Um, they're set to take place in April, May throughout the year. Let's fucking go. I'm down. I want it. I love it. I love tournaments. It brings hype. It brings excitement. So why won't the UFC just do a tournament for the lightweight division? You have all of these fighters. You have all of these fighters that are great. The lightweight division at the top is amazing. Habib Nurmagomedov is basically retired. If if not, is retired. Um, just I know Dana White is adamant wants Habib back. Yeah, that's that money play. That's all that money play. He knows Habib Nurmagomedov is a star. Um, what he brings in, you know, the the Muslim community, his country, Russia. They all stand by him. They watch all of his fights, um, and they bring in they bring in revenue to, for the UFC. Of course, the UFC wants Habib Nurmagomedov to continue fighting, but. He has said he doesn't want to fight anymore. So move on. It's okay to move on from a champion, from a great. It's okay. Let them let Habib go in peace. And if he wants to come back, then he comes back. But just do a tournament. You have Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliver, Conor McGregor, uh, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. Um, Justin Gaethje, all these fighters that are so good, so entertaining, so fucking entertaining. Do a fucking tournament with those dudes. Do a tournament with them. Get this shit over with. But the UFC will not do that. They're adamant. They won't go the tournament route. Um, it's it, it, it's stupid to me. It's it's dumb. I I hate that the UFC won't do tournaments. I hate it. Uh, God, I hate it. But that's the way that the UFC rolls, man. And to be honest, I'm a fight fan and I'll watch any fights no matter what, no matter who's in them. But just imagine a UFC tournament. 
how much hype that would bring. How much hype a tournament in the UFC would bring. I think it's I think it's a miss for them. It's a miss for Dana White. It's a miss for for the UFC. It's a big miss, to be honest. Okay, moving on. That was the uh, five banging and possibly burning topics. We're going to be moving on to a bit of fight news. So starting off with um, a bit of fight news, going starting with uh, Dominic Reyes and Yuri Prohaska. Um, thing on my birthday, uh, I'm hyped for this fight. This is taking place on May 1st. Um, it will be the main event. Um, I am hyped for this fight. Big Yuri fan. I'm a huge Yuri fan. I think he's a great fighter. It's so fun to watch. Dominic Reyes is a monster. Very tough. You know, took took Don Jones to to depths that he hadn't been taken to in a long, long fucking time. Dominic Reyes took John Jones, one of the best ever fighters. Uh, maybe even beat him in a lot of people's eyes. Um, Yuri Prozka, former Ryzen champion. Former Ryzen champion. Um, I think this is going to be a banger. They were originally scheduled to fight prior to this. Prior to, to this fight. Um, and I do think that it's going to be a, a fucking fire fight. Happy birthday to me. Okay, so Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crew are scheduled to fight on April 24th. Uh, that's a great fight as well. Um, Jimmy Crew was originally supposed to fight Johnny Walker, Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith is um, replacing Johnny Walker. That is on April 24th. Fabulous fight. Jimmy Crew is a very fun Aussie. Uh, and of course, Anthony Smith, um, a great fighter. Fun fight. I love it. That is on April 24th. Uh, Tiago Santos and Alexander Rak- Rakic. That's at UFC 259 on March 6th. This is a fabulous fight. Uh, Santos, of course, almost, again, almost beat John Jones if you know, uh, he, he he worked John Jones. He's one of the fighters able to work John Jones. Um, didn't get the win, but man, he took it to John Jones. Alexander Rakic, a very good fighter. Uh, just talked about Anthony Smith. He ended up beating Anthony Smith. Um, great fight. Love it. That's on... March 6th at UFC 259. Okay, so I think this I think this fight is kind of a sleeper fight. Um, and I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm very much into it. Sadiq Yusuf and Arnold Arnold Allen. Uh, both young upcoming talents. Um, I love this fight. It's a featherweight fight. I love it. Uh, that's on April 10th. I'm here for it. I love that fight. Sean O'Malley is scheduled to fight uh, Thomas Almeida, UFC 260, on March 27th. Um, Sean O'Malley will bring fans. 
Thomas Almeida. Um, I think everybody is probably hoping that Thomas Almeida uh, beats Sean O'Malley. You know, after his uh, the the way that he the way that he uh, unless if you're a Sean O'Malley fan, you kind of hope that Almeida wins this fight. Almeida is slept on, I feel. Um, the way that Sean O'Malley comes off, kind of dickish, right? So, I think Almeida's going to make a lot of fans if he beats Sean O'Malley. Another fight. Um, a banger of a fight. Joseph Benavides and Askar Askarov. That's at UFC 259 on March 6th, just a couple weeks away. Um, great fight. Uh, a flyweight fight. I love it. I love this fight. Benavides is the number two ranked flyweight, while Askarov is the number three ranked flyweight. Um, I'm here for this fight. I think this is going to be fucking a great, a great matchup. I do. I really do think this is going to be a great fight. I love it. And then finally, Tyron Woodley versus Vicente Luque. Um, this one caught me by surprise, kind of. Uh, the chosen one, Tyron Woodley. Is he the chosen one still? Um, not, not by the way he's been fighting lately. Um, he is a former champion, but Vicente Luque is a very tough fight. Uh, he's beat Nico Price and, and Bilal Muhammad. Um, sure, this is Tyron Woodley is a big fight for Luque, but this isn't the same championship level Tyron Woodley. Ever since that fight with uh, Cameron Usman, um, we haven't seen champion Woodley we haven't seen that we've seen we've seen very little of of Woodley to be honest um this is kind of a turnaround fight or or uh maybe maybe his career is not not there anymore you know and I hate to say that I'm a big Tyron Woodley fan I love him um man I I just want to see Tyron Woodley get back in the win column um turn it around Turn it around, Woodley. So those are the the fight. That's the fight news from this week. Um, some good ones. Dominic Reyes and Yuri on my birthday. I love that fight. Uh, Tiago Santu, Santos and Rakic. Love that fight. Yusuf and Allen. That's a banger. Um, I'm forgetting Chris Weidman and uh, Uri Hall. A, another very good fight. Um, and then, of course, Benavides and Askarov. Flyweights. Flyweights, flyweights, flyweights. Love that division. Love the fighters. Benavides is always fun. Askarov is, is his nickname is the Bullet for a reason. He's fucking good, man. And then of course Tyron Woodley. Turn it around, champ. Turn it around. Okay, moving on to the big standoff. UFC president Dana White has thrown in all the chips on Hamzat Shemaev. And it came back to bite him in the ass. And unfortunately, Leon Edwards as well. Edwards and Chamayev were scheduled to fight three times since December. But since Chamayev um, got COVID-19, he's having complications due to this fucking deadly virus that is plaguing the world. So he's unable to fight. This is a shit show for Leon Edwards. 
sure i get it he's turned down fights fine whatever he was originally he was scheduled before the chimayev thing he was gonna fight tyron believe that never came to fruition either because of covid um i get it i get why people talk shit about leon edwards i get it but you gotta feel for a motherfucker when three fights fall through with the same dude after not fighting since july of 2019 Leon Edwards is 29 years old, but if he doesn't fight until July of this year, that will be two years away. Two years away from the cage in his prime. He's 29. He's only 29 years old. Two years away? That hurts, man. You gotta think that hurts his bank account, too. Like, really, you gotta think that hurts Leon Edwards' bank account. I don't know what he's doing. Outside of MMA, I don't know what he's doing outside of MMA, but he ain't fighting, so he ain't making that MMA money. He ain't making that UFC MMA money. Dana White is talking about booking Edwards to fight Colby Covington. And Edward wants to stay on the March 13th card. That's a banger of a fight. But Colby is tough as fuck. And after being out for damn near two years for Leon Edwards, woof. That's a big woof. Tough as fuck fight Colby Covington Covington would be for Leon Edwards. Woof. Plain and simple. Leon Edwards needs to fight. Whether it be Colby or a guy like Nate Diaz, who Edwards did mention fighting. Or even fucking Wonder Boy, Stephen Thompson. And Nate did clap back by saying, who the fuck is that guy, basically? Either either fight would be exciting. Covington, Nate Diz, or even Stephen Wonder Boy Thompson. The most logical one is Thompson, but I don't think that's going to happen. Dana White's talking about Colby Covington, which is fine. Colby makes the most sense other than Wonderboy. Especially if Edwards is adamant about staying on the March 13th card, which isn't a pay-per-view. There's no way Nate Diaz doesn't fight on a card that isn't a pay-per-view at this point. Like him or not, it's a simple equation. MMA math here. Nate Diaz is a needle mover, a pay-per-view worthy main event fighter. While Leon Edwards, quite simple, simply is not there yet. He isn't that dude. Yet. Big fucking yet. That can all change. If he beats Colby Covington. If he beats Colby Covington, he can say, Show me the motherfucking money and give me that title fight against the winner of Cameron Usman or, and Gilbert Burns. Show me the fucking money. Show me the money. This is all MMA fans want out of Leon Edwards. Is to show up and fight. I think MMA fans are tired of the chirping. Tired of hearing the bullshit with Leon Edwards. They want to see him fight. Whether it be Colby Covington... Stephen Thompson, 
Nate Diaz, just fucking fight. At this point, just fucking fight. And I do blame Dana White for continuing to push Chimaev. Push him, push him, push him. Knowing goddamn well Chimaev had COVID-19. He was having complications. Why didn't they just fix it and book a fight with Leon Edwards against somebody else prior to this mess? Gotta feel for Leon Edwards at this point. Gotta feel for that motherfucker at this point. Feel for Chemayev as well. He hasn't fought. He was skyrocketing. UFC is pushing Chemayev. Pushing him to the moon. His stock is rising fast, quick. He's fighting the number three. He was booked to fight the number three ranked welterweight in the world. Leon Edwards. Three times. Not just once. Not twice. Three fucking times. That's how bad the UFC wants Chumayev to take off. Wants him to be a champion. Wants to get him a title fight in 2021. Unfortunately for Chemayev, it's not going to happen. Well, that the fight with Leon Edwards isn't going to happen. Who knows? Maybe he'll get a, a title fight at, in 2021. Maybe. It's possible, I guess. Depending on his health. But he's having long-term complications from COVID-19. And he's an athlete. He's an athlete. Who's having complications. Shit's scary, man. Leon Edwards, on the other hand, healthy. Wants to fight. Needs to fight. To stay relevant. Take a fucking fight, Leon. Fight Colby Covington. Fight Wonder Boy. Fight Nate Diaz. Fuck it. If it if it happens, it happens. Fight somebody. People are tired. They want to see you fight, Leon. I want to see you fight. We all want to see you fight. We all want to see Leon Edwards fight. And then maybe the hype will get rolling again. People forgot. People forgot Leon Edwards. We haven't seen him fight for damn near two years. He's good. Just forgot. People forgot. People live in the present. Not the past. Want to see you fight? Leon Edwards needs to take this fight against Colby Covington. It's tough. It's a tough one. But if Leon Edwards does beat Colby Covington, show me the fucking money. 50 G's, baby! And a title shot. And a title shot for Leon Edwards. Alright, y'all. That's it for this week. Thank you. Catch you guys next week. Enjoy these fights coming up. UFC 258. Enjoy these fights. I know y'all will. 
Y'all are fanboys and fangirls of MMA. Until next week. Peace.